Welcome to Mornings with Ken. Hey, this morning, as I drive in my mobile studio, I wanted to sing you my favorite Christmas song, okay? Um, this is one of my favorite Christmas songs, and I'm going to sing it a cappella. Now, a cappella means there ain't no music, you know, because I don't want any, you know, get in trouble with licensing fees, you know, get sued. So, um... Without further delay, here is Happy Christmas, sung by yours truly, Mornings with Ken. And so this is Christmas, and what have you done? Another year over, and a new one's just begun. And so this is Christmas. I hope you have fun, the near and the dear ones, the old and the young. So Merry, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Let's hope it's a good one without any fear. And so this is Christmas for weak and for strong. For rich and for poor ones, the world is so wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry, I won't torture you anymore. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not a singer um, at all, as you can tell. And I wasn't even trying, but believe me, if I was trying to sing, it wouldn't sound much better than that. But, hey, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas out there in Mornings with Ken Land. So, Merry Christmas. I'll be right back. For my next number, I would like to perform for you Silent Night. Hey, no, I, I want to see if any of my listeners out there, and I'm going to need your response to this. So I want to see if any of my listeners out there know, have ever heard of a version of Silent Night, how I'm going to sing it. Um, I, years and years, well, oh my, oh my gosh, 30 some years ago. Um, I was at a a kid's performance, um, probably my daughter, 
um, singing in, like at school Christmas program. I think it's where it wouldn't want us. But anyway, um, they sang Silent Night a different way. And it's my first time I ever heard Silent Night sung this way. And I'm thinking it was more, I'm thinking it was like a, well, it had like a, a like a, a soulful gospel feel to it. But ever since I heard that version of Silent Night, Silent Night being sung that way, it's my all-time favorite version of Silent Night. So I need you listeners out there to get off your duff. No, um, listen, <laughs> listen as I bless your ears with Silent Night. All right, here we go. Silent night, holy night, all is calm. All is bright, round yon virgin, mother and child, holy infant, so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace, sleep in heavenly peace. Silent night, holy night, shepherds quake at the side, glory stream from heaven afar. Heavenly host sing hallelujah, Christ the Savior is born, Christ the Savior is born, silent night, holy night, Son of God loves pure light. You get that, you get the idea, right? I mean, you know, I can't say all of it, I, you guys would have to pay me for a performance. Um, hey, I could do this all day. You know what? I should do this. I should do uh, sing along with Ken this morning. We'll just do. We'll just sing Christmas songs all morning long. But if you know how, uh, or or if you know of someone who sings uh, Silent Night that way, send me a link. I can never find it. I've I've searched for years, and I can't find uh, a version sung like that. But I tell you, I heard it way 30 years ago, sung that way, and I've never forgotten it. I've never um, forgotten the way that person orchestrated that song. Um, so, speaking of, of well, speaking of, of songs, I, I want to... Uh, 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 talk about today's modern uh, worship music um, and how how <laughs> don't hate on me don't hate on me I, hey I hope there's no elders from my church listening because I don't mean anything and I'm not talking about my personal church okay I really am not it, I, I'm just having a little fun on mornings with Ken but I know it's going to make me sound like I'm an old fogey, but I am getting to be an old fogey. Um, <laughs> but hey, I, I, I'm, I'm a you know metalhead. I like my rock and roll. I like my gospel. I like I like it all. But uh, sometimes I got to make fun of today's Christian modern worship music. 
because I know we got to stay hip and we got to stay hip and contemporary to what the kids want to hear these days. You know, it's all about what the kids want to hear these days. Let's not let's not talk about anything about tradition, um, a sense of, uh, you know, uh, you know, a, a firm, firm foundation. Uh, speaking of firm foundation, I mean, this is this would be a way we've all heard those songs, right? In church, where you start singing um, some old hymn, and, and, and you think, "Oh, we're gonna sing," uh, you know, uh, uh, "Amazing Grace" this morning, but it's not "Amazing Grace." There's two lines in it that are "Amazing Grace," but it does sounds nothing like "Amazing Grace." It's it's sound, it's kind of like if you would sing. Um, like how firm a foundation. Let me sing how firm a foundation. You guys know that one? How firm a foundation, O saints of the Lord. Now let me let me sing this the way a modern uh, uh, musician would uh, play this song. How firm. A foundation, O saints of the Lord, is laid in your faith, your excellent word. What more can he say than to you he has said, who unto the Savior for refuge have fled then you might go into a little uh, you know, a, a little uh, uh, acoustic stringing right there a long you know 35 second uh, slow <laughs> chord progression or something um, and then they might go into another verse in every condition in sickness and in health, oh, you, oh, Lord, in poverty's veil or abounding in wealth, oh, Lord, at home and abroad, do, 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 on land and sea. The Lord, the Almighty, your strength. So ever be, Lord, who agrees with me? Ever be, Lord, right? Yes. You know, so that's how Firm a Foundation, sung by modern worship uh, leaders. Hey, don't hate on me. You guys do a, they all do an excellent job. They're just trying to usher us into, uh, to, to worship with the Lord. And it's all about where your heart's at. Um, but sometimes, can our hearts be... Can our hearts just be focused on a on an actual um, tune? But, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys are going to hate me. I'm, don't hate me, guys, out there. I'm not talking about anybody, you know, any certain church or... It's just, it's just an observation. All right. 
So, uh, no, all right, no more singing with Mornings with Ken. All right, no more. I'll take another quick break and I'll be right back. Since I've been going down this road of uh, controversy, I'm going to get myself in trouble. I might as well continue. Hey, and if you're new to Mornings with Ken, if you're new to the show, um, th- this show isn't always like this. Uh, sometimes I'm a lot uh, I'm more serious. Um, sometimes I just like to have fun. And I, I leave you guessing whether I really believe um, the things I say or not. I used to drive my kids crazy when they were teenagers because they would ask me deep theological questions and I would never answer them. I would talk around scripture and tell them to read scripture and decide for themselves and see what they come up with. But, um, they, oh, they used to get so mad at me because they said, no, dad, I just want a simple answer. What do you believe? I'd be like, well, it doesn't matter what I believe. It, ma- it matters. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta research this. You gotta think for yourself and um, so, um, you'll never even know if I believe the things I say on Mornings with Ken. You have to guess. But since I am getting in trouble this morning, uh, let me dig a deeper hole, all right? Women shouldn't be leaders in any organization. Mic drop. Mic drop. Women should not be leaders in any In any organization, whether that's the business world or uh, nonprofits or church world, women should not be leaders. Let me tell you why. Uh, Number one, women will always prefer and promote other women. Ooh, man. I know there's a woman driving right now that knows me and she's hearing this. And her face is getting red. And her hands around the steering wheel, her knuckles are getting white from from gripping the steering wheel. She is so angry with me right now. Women should not be leaders. Because they will always promote their fellow woman, womanhood. 
They will stick together and promote other women. They're the most biased uh, people. They're very biased. They're biased towards their their fellow uh, uh, women friends. I I know this, this is gonna get me in trouble, man. I, I I'm gonna get I'm gonna get I'm gonna get kicked out of life. I'm gonna be canceled. I mean, not just canceled on the podcast. I'm gonna be canceled by somebody friends. But you don't know if I really believe this stuff or not, and you'll never know. Um, so women should not be leaders because they will promote um, only female um, um, people. Women should not be leaders because they're too emotional. They're too emotional. And I was talking about talking uh, uh, with a friend about uh, uh, women. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Say you're at the store, right? And uh, you're you're with your wife. She's shopping, and she picks she picks out a a painting. Say you know you get some more wall art for for your home. And let's just say. Um, I don't know. She picks out a a mountain scene, okay? So she's looking at some artwork. And uh and she's looking at this one and it has some mountains in it and nice blue sky and you know, pretty little oh, I'm a little happy cloud right there. Um so she she's looking at this and it's nice. It's very very beautiful. Beautiful sky country, you know, or mountain mountain range. Then she looks at another painting, and uh, it's very sim- similar to the other painting, but this one has like a, a you know a lake in front of it, a, a nice beautiful shiny lake, and it's in the mountains, and um, so then she she's looking at them, and then she asks you. Honey, which one, which one do you think would look better on that wall by next to the fireplace? And you go, I think, I think the first one, I think the first one you looked at would, would look better. I like that one. Now, you know what she's going to say? Well, you're not even paying attention. Now, why would you pick that one? You're, you don't really even care. That's. That's a lot of times how this goes, and this isn't me. Um, talk to talk to other men, and and you'll see how this story goes. <laughs> or, and I, or, you know, I was telling my friend, I was telling my friend, you kind of have to fake it. You kind of have to fake it. What you got to do is you got to go. Oh, honey, I think you picked out two fabulous pieces of artwork there. Wow. You, so, you, so you guys, you have to buy into it. So you got to go to the first painting. You got to go, you know what I really like about this painting is the white snow caps on the mountain and that nice blue sky. And he put some clouds up there. That, that really looks sharp. But on the other hand, honey, this one here you picked out here. There's nothing wrong with that one either. I really like the lake in front front of the the mountain range there. 
That's really beautiful. Honey, I don't think we could go wrong, but, um, you know, if you're asking my opinion, I'd go with the first one. I'd go with the first one, um, the one with the snow-capped mountains on there and the happy clouds up in the sky. And then, you know what she'll do? She'll grab the other one. Whatever one you pick, she'll grab the other one. That's why women should not be leaders. That's, that's another reason why women should not be leaders. One other reason women should not be leaders is because they are too emotional. They're too emotional and it's okay, give me give I'll give you an example. Let's just say uh you're doing a job that you're asked to do by a woman. Honey, would you go downstairs in the basement and go through those boxes and see see some of the things that we that we could get rid of? Okay. So you go down there. You spend all day down there going through those boxes. And you say, you know what? I think a lot of this, yeah, we could get rid of a lot of this. And uh, say, you, say you went through, you know, a bunch of stuff. You got rid of a bunch of stuff. You could do all that, and when the woman when the woman would would come home from shopping um, at all her stores, she'll say, "Well, honey, how come how come you didn't sweep out that corner there, and get the the broom and dustpan and sweep out that corner where all those boxes were?" See, women's minds can't stay focused. They're on another subject that had nothing to do with your original project. And that, my friends, is why women should not be leaders. Be right back. Okay, one more, one more um, topic that's going to get me in trouble. This topic is going to get me in trouble. Why do some, notice I word, I used the word some, conservative evangelicals look at the third person of the Trinity with almost disdain. Just a lack of total reverence and awe for the third person of the the Trinity. The Holy Spirit. Or if you want to go old school the Holy Ghost. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. But some of my fellow conservative evangelicals, John MacArthur, um, almost look at the Holy Spirit with disdain. Like redheaded stepchild. They, I bet you they wished it didn't even exist. Um, some of them. Um, because to hear them talk about the Trinity or the Holy Spirit, they they have such a low view of the Holy Spirit as if the Holy Spirit as if the Holy Spirit is not God. We, we all know the, the, the Son isn't the Father. 
The Father isn't the Son. The Holy Spirit isn't the Son. The Holy Spirit isn't the Father. But the Holy Spirit is God. Um, Christ is God. And the Father is God. But they're not each... They're not... They're not each other. But they're all fully God. Did you hear what I said? They all, each of them, are fully God. The Holy Spirit is fully, 100% God. understood that fully 100% God but there's many of us uh, many uh, conservatives um, sensationalists out there that uh, uh, believe the, the, they just have a low view of the Holy Spirit they really do um, and, you know and I don't operate in the gifts the, the speaking gifts of the um, for the Holy Spirit I don't, myself, I don't operate in those gifts and I don't uh, seek them out and I don't encourage them in a church setting. So let's be clear. Um, and there's reasons for that. Um, uh, that's, that would be for a whole other show going deep, deep into conversation about that. But I don't operate um, in those gifts, um, nor do I encourage them. Um, and uh, I wish I could go into it, but I'm not going to go into it. But you can't say that those speaking gifts uh, are no longer available to the believers by using Scripture. By using Scripture. And that's what is so frustrating um, for my brothers and sisters on the sensationalist view that the gifts of the Holy Spirit the speaking gifts have, have, have ceased to exist. They can't use scripture. They, they, they just say, 
They just speak of the church fathers, or really just church history, not even the fathers. Um, there will be no scripture stating that the gifts cease to operate. You won't be able to find it. So then they run to just um, personal experience, or they run to, well, we just don't see them. You wouldn't use that that uh, logic or that uh, uh, you know type of uh, hermeneutics or whatever to uh, on any other theological matter, except they want to use it when it comes to the Holy Spirit. Hey, I gotta go. I'm about ready to get kicked out of every place I've, I'm allowed to go to. So you guys have a wonderful day. And next time, I won't be controversial on Mornings with Ken. And just remember, you can't vote Democrat and be a Christian. Bye.